Hey, this is Lowe with Soul Harbor, and you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good morning, Montgomery County. It's 937 here on IRLoneStar.com with Mornings with Lone Star live. IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We're live on Facebook and YouTube. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Sean, how you doing? I'm all right so far. Right. How about you, man? Doing well. Good to see you. It's been a couple yeah. of days. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, we uh, have a couple guests today, or we have one guest today. Our second guest dropped out this morning. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, she'll be back next week. That was talking about the Waterway Arts Festival going on in the Woodlands. She'll be in the studio next week. And then we have some guests tomorrow. So there you go. We, uh, I think our Friday's open. So if you want to be a guest on the show, we got Friday slot open. Ron, Ron, if you want to come on our show, well, you mean, you have, you're full of jokes. You're a comedian, right? Full time? Actually, I'm an engineer by day and a wino at night. I'm so a that's, wine columnist. And you, warn, you morph those together, you get a comedian, right? Uh, it's no. warped, yes. What's a wino? W-I-N-E-A-U-S. You just drink too much? Yeah, likes their wine. Likes their wine. W-I-N-E-A-U-X, like in Bordeaux. Really? But wino. Okay. That's a more sophisticated Make drunk. sure you're talking to the mic. Oh, okay. There, Is there that better? Go. Yeah, that's He's a lot better. He's also a sommelier. You can move it with you if you want. Yeah, there you go. There you go. He's gonna, I'm telling you, he's going to be a DJ before you know it. Right. He's also a sommelier and an enist. What? What? And Enos, when you morph, when you morph those together, what do you get? You get someone who knows their wines. Oh, okay. Are you, so do you have to do a special class for that kind of stuff? No. It's, um, so you just say it's it? It's all practical. It's all practice. <laughs> you just say it? You just say, just, yeah, I'm a wino? And just practice, practice, practice. And, uh, you know, there's over 8,000 varietals of grapes. Do you do smelling salts before you taste your wine so you can, like, clear yourself up? Negatory. Do you do, like, pickle juice? No. So how do you, like, open yourself up, like? That's one thing I know. People do smelling salts when they're tasting, and then like that's that way they like they clear everything out. It's a mindset. Oh, it's all in the it's mind because because all the senses get over to the mind and eventually evaluate. Fair enough. But actually, what I'm here for is the first Thursday market. For that's Conrad. right. Uh, I reached out to y'all because I was really excited. It's coming back. It so, is back. Uh, what it is, folks? If you didn't know this, is every first Thursday of the month from now, I think all the way till September. October. October. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a free event that is a several things going on. What it is, there's a farmer's market. It's a market. A with market. farmers and non-farmers. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's it's more of, what do you call that? Like A, a market. Yeah, market, a market. Street market. Okay. So a market's going to be happening at the Heritage Place over here in downtown Conroe on the first Thursdays. I believe it starts at what time? Four o'clock and Four runs o'clock. to eight o'clock. And at eight o'clock, And the happens? concerts start at seven. And it's all free. Absolutely free, so, which is no, uh, it fits everybody's pocketbook. It's not there's zero entry <laughs> fee for the market or and for the concert, but you do the purchase things of the market. The market items are not free. But the one thing I like about it is you can spend a long time there because you can get your food, amen, and you can do some shopping and people watch. And then yeah, P- Ron's a big wino people watcher. You know when you morph those together, you know what you get right. Ron's a, a, vo- a voyeur. A That's voy- what you get. Voyeur. A voyeur. <laughs> oh yeah, a voyeur. voyeur. No, uh, and uh, so ZZ Top cover band oh, yeah. is yeah. going to be playing tonight. It's called ZZ3. Yeah. It's a bearded event. So did the, did the city, 
City helps put that part on, the concert part, meaning they pay for it. And did they just say, hey, we only want cover bands? Because I was looking at the full list. It's all cover bands. And that is the thing that, if you notice, most of the wineries in this area are bringing cover bands. Yeah. Well, it kind I, of don't know, I don't go to wineries, so well, I don't. It kind of guarantees an audience because, you know, a lot of, unless you know who the musician is, you, you may be hesitant to come out to spend a few hours. But if you know that this is a good band that covers ZZ Top tunes or even Bee Gees tunes or whatever. Yeah. ZZ, uh, ZZ Top this month, Led Zeppelin next month. Yeah, Led Zeppelin's going to be cool. See, I don't know, though. What's strange to me is you get these cover bands who cover certain bands that, to me, you can't mimic. Like, can you really mimic Led Zeppelin? I don't know. At Dozy Doe. You know, because uh, that seems to me you got to be pretty uh, pretty at Do- good at Dozy Doe to get paid to act like Led Zeppelin. A couple months ago, I went to Dozy Doe, and they had called Bee Gees Gold. And it was this, yeah, I remember you told me about this. Oh, my God. I mean, down to the look. I mean, they were of our age, you know, my age. So, but they had the costumes. They're Andy Gibb. Clone. I mean, the women were just like well, they, throwing their undergarments. They out. had a, it was insane. They had like a cover band festival over here, mm-hmm. not like within the year, and they had Pearl Jam. I don't know if you ever heard of Pearl Jam. It's an early '90s no, grunge band, yes, I, but a very <laughs> unique lead singer. <laughs> yeah, like no, no, like I know that sounds like anyone else can do that, but it's very unique the way he does it. I was like, I gotta see this, Holly. I gotta see this guy if he can actually sing like Eddie Vedder, and he did. About three songs that he sounded like it, then you could totally tell it taking a stroll or a stroll on his throat. And he's just like, okay, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's another great, uh, there is a Stevie Nicks trumpet band called Nightwing. I think actually they did last year, they mm-hmm. did the uh, first Thursday. Uh, and they Brooke, were on this year. Oh, wonderful. I think September. Brooke, Brooke's their lead singer, and she's awesome and just really channels Stevie Nicks. So, hey, Ron, I know you're part of the Conroe Downtown Area Association, and you that organization helps put on the market part that starts at four o'clock on the first Thursdays. Right. So where can people find more information about the market? Like, is there like who, what kind of vendors are going to be there? Well, I've got uh, a list of about 30 different vendors. Well, right do we have here. a website though? If people are listening? Yes. Experience downtown org. Org. Very important. That's org like an orgy. Yes. <laughs> or, why? It's org with a Y. No, without the Y. <laughs> so we got that. And then I, what I usually do, folks, is just search Downtown Conroe, and then you'll find the website through that. And there's also a Facebook page, Experience Downtown Conroe. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think there's even a market Facebook page. It's like First Thursday Conroe Market or something like that. There's all kinds of things that Taylorized PR is doing yeah, for us. Yeah, so there's a lot of information out there, folks. So what I'm saying is don't be afraid. It's after we talk about it, you can go online and find it. Okay, so who are the vendors? Oh, my gosh. Well, we start off with Bones and Milk. That's down the list, Bones and Milk. Sounds like a dog is a, treat. Is that a voodoo? Well, I, I believe it oh, is. I, thought, I was going to go with voodoo. No, 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 no. And like Commissional you, Coffee. I mean, have you tried their yes, coffee? Yes, we have. They were, they, they were the ones that were on the show oh, yeah. last year. Yes. And they gave, they gave me like this big old honking pack of coffee. And I Carmelita's will be there with her world-famous tamales. Oh. And, and she's got like six different types. Yeah, I know. Pulled pork. Every time I go, I get I try a different one. Yes. And it and the there's a jalapeno. Wonder. Uh, we gotta spinach. talk her and bring some of her work in tacos. So, no, not tacos, tamales. Yeah, but I mean bring those too. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, I'm not sure who this is, but it's called Cultured Heat. And I don't think that's a band. <laughs> but I, I I think they, they say, have let's, jalapeno. Let's come up with something. What do you think cultured heat means? 
Uh, cultured heat is. Uh, it's my thing. It's something with stones. Homegrown jalapenos. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. But you got to get there to find out what they are about. Cultured heat. And of course, we got the Tupperware people there. Ethereal candles. We got a bakery called Gosling Bakery coming in. Yeah. Jarheads. Bunch of Marines, I think. But I think they also sell pickles. They're on benefiting the Marine vets. Nice. You know, it's funny. I was uh, watching some chefs, and they asked, what's harder to do, pickled or kombucha? Like, basically anything in a jar. And apparently making pickles is somewhat easy, but it's also an art form at the same time. Because oh, it's yes. always the same ratio, but then it's up to you to create something of your own. Like to add the to special add, like whatever you sauce. yeah whatever you want to add to it. Well, I would think pickles would be easier because you could spell that. How do you spell k- kombucha? Kombucha is that that's something I figured. You I don't know, eat that's pickles, an Asian so thing. you know that kind of stuff. It's, it's not. It's not. It's like it's based from what I understood. What kombucha was? It's like a certain type of vegetable, depending on what region of the world you live in. You put it in a jar and you you basically culture like culture it in a, in the ground in the jar and it sits there mm-hmm. for like two weeks three weeks and then you can take it out and test it and taste it and you're supposed to mix it with stuff are you sure it's not an std it sounds We've got like a case of kombucha <laughs> see if, if my vegetables don't come out of a can at randall's then they're just not vegetables so i don't really know what it well, is well you need to go I know, organic i know it's ultra healthy though <laughs> but I, i'm saying there's healthy and then there's kombucha ultra okay. healthy okay it's uh, to me, it gets down to the enjoyment. You know, I don't mind living longer, but I want to enjoy it. So if kombucha tastes like poopy, I don't, you know, I don't care how much longer I'm going to last. I want to enjoy it. I'd rather eat Twinkies and die a little uh, younger. Have you had your fried Twinkies this week? No, I haven't. Can we get fried Twinkies at the market? Uh, no. Uh-oh. But There's an open slot. Yep. Yeah, there is. Uh, we also have people selling essential oil. So have you What is your- that? Essential oils. Is that like one of those my, voodoo uh, things? Yeah, my third ex-wife was uh Now, do you, that. what do you do with these oils? Do you rub them on yourself? You bathe yeah. in them. You put them in food. So what does it do for me? Like return the vitamins of the earth to me? It brings you to a palatial oh, happiness. Oh, Oh, really? So yes. they're like THC oil. It's a part of McDonald's meals, I think. Oh, that'd be It's hilarious. a happy meal. Just, just bathe in the Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> yeah, no, there, there are various essential oils that uh, um, there are those who think that they help Everything from opening sinuses to opening pores. You sound a little uh, unsure that it does what you do. Are they really making those kind of promises? Well, like, you'll grow your arm back. Dick. If you bathe in. <laughs> Dick, you're a millennial. You should know about those essential oils. Well, I've heard of it, but I always thought it was more of like, oh, I like this kind of fragrance and essential oils is a way I like to like smell there, things. You had a whole spectrum. You have those you who know? just like. That's yeah, what I thought. It's almost it was. like this generation's burning incense, you, you know, where you can get a uh, lavender or something like that. Yeah. Essential and I oil. dig that. I mean, if you like things that smell good, why are we hating but on you? Peppermint will do this. And so it can do everything from just relax you to a bit to realigning your chakras and everything in between. Is this just on. is this just a way to pave the world for THC oils? Uh yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah. But but we've transitioned from ten W forty to essential oils. Okay. 10 yeah, that's that. your that's what you put in your car. Oh. Uh, I have no idea. Are you talking about like oil changing? Yes. yes. Man. It's yeah, I would have gone with W D forty. Okay, I but know we, what that is. we also have the Whitman Farm Honey House. Yes, I've actually purchased honey from them. And it's local honey. Yeah. And so that's supposed to be really good for you and your allergies. And does anybody have allergies? They need local honey to combat those yeah, that sniffles. Sounds good. Yes. That sounds really is that good. a real essential oil? 
No, that's an essential. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is. Yes. Now we also have uh, uh, Nikaka's uh, Naturals. I think I said that right. Nikaka's? N-Y-K-O-K-A-S. Nikaka's. Nikoka. Nikoka? Nikoka. Well, anyway, that sounds like a disease also, but I'm okay. Going <laughs> Lynn's Country Lane is also going to be there. And Le Petite Partes. We have Laura's soap products. Yep. So for those of you that don't want essential oils to bathe in, you have soap products. You have I know this, soaps. This is going to sound silly, but uh, one thing I love about this market is it's a easy in to find something unique for a gift. Oh, yes. So it's like every time I go, like I'm like, oh, my mom will or, like this uh-huh. or my dad will like this. Like one guy, one time there was knife sellers and stuff like that. Yes. And then like I, I always like the jams because the people who make, they make sort of like different types of jams. So it's like, I've never had apricot with jalapeno, like something weird, and you would never see it at HEB. And you're like, that looks kind of good. I'm going to get that for my dad because he likes jelly. The so. best seasoning I ever got was uh, a veteran had a little booth at one of the markets in the woodlands. Yeah. And it was not cheap. You know, you, you got a jar of it, like your typical McCormick mm-hmm. and Schmick's jar, for like eight bucks. But it was some of the best seasoning, in the, and it was... Mm-hmm. Went on everything, poultry, beef, whatever. It's just really nice. So I had to buy like two of those. And uh, veteran selling. Uh, what more? Golly, we've got we a have great list. Some like it hot. It's well, not a Marilyn Monroe movie, but I'm folks, sure there's something associated with it. If you're just now it. tuning in, we're talking about the first Thursday market and concert series that happens at Heritage Place this Thursday, starting at 4 o'clock. Concert starts at 8, with ZZ Top, but we're going over the vendor list right now. And right. they're called Dead Dead Top. And they're, and they're Dead all, this, this whole event is all free. That's, free, yeah. Yeah, free. That makes everybody's Bring cash book. for these vendors, though, because I want to buy something. Yeah, and... Oh, uh, all of them have Bring your squares. kids, too. Our squares. Oh, yeah, kids are welcome. Uh, oh, as long as they're on a leash. Yeah, le- you got to clean up after folks. them. We also have the Triple L Glamour Goat Company. Goat Company? Yeah, Glamour goats. It's a bad company. <laughs> you got to be kidding. No, I think they have goat cheese there. Okay. And goat soap. Have I'm you thinking of goat glamour shots right now. Gloat essential oils. Uh, that could be bad. Gloat, goat, goat essential oils. Goat, go goat do it. jam. Goat jam. Yes, that sounds like a good name for a group. Goat jam. Goat jam with umlauts over every vowel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, but by the way, we also have the Montgomery County Master Gardeners giving out free information. If you've got a problem with your garden or your oh, yeah, yard. Oh, yeah, you can ask some questions and stuff. So you can ask like a, them, and that's yeah, cool. they can even teach you how to grow marijuana in the backyard. You, you know what I learned? You know what I learned that people don't really realize is just buy Texas native plants, and you'll be fine. Uh, that's yes. like Because they, they have a show with us, and after about two years of listening to them, it's like, so you, why don't you just tell people to get Texas native plants? Like stop going to, you know, Home Depot yeah, buying. Yeah, stop, stop getting those damn California plants. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's like keep, keep they're it gonna t- die. But if you get Texas native plants, they're not gonna die. That's, right. that's what I'm understanding. Well, yeah, you're absolutely right because a lot of those are not de- disease resistant to what we got here in Texas, y'all. Yeah. So they might not be as pretty. The, you the, go down to Lowe's or Home Depot and try to buy grapevines. They're gonna send you grape. They'll sell you grapevines that just won't work out yeah. here. What was the grass that they laid down at what's now Minute Maid Park back when it was in Ron Field the op- you know, for opening day? And then they opened oh, the roof and the grass just listening. died. That stuff. Uh, they put down the wrong grass that couldn't handle the Texas sun. And so for like opening day, they had to spray the field green because all the grass was dead. 
Oh, yeah. You're not supposed to you have... you got to know. So, see, if they'd gone to these people here to answer the questions, they would have known that. Saved a few hundred thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. And if you want some prayer, there's Memorial Baptist Church coming, too. Can I get an amen on that? Cool. Get some uh, money. Are they going to bring the tabernacle? I don't know what they have, but I understand they have some fantastic music over there. Why, why don't you think that kind of stuff's more popular? What, tabernacles? They're like traveling they're tabernacles. and like. Is there really like a snake church around here? There are no oh. snake churches, but there's a lot of other churches. We know I'm talking about. Like they travel and like part of their... Yeah, revival part, church. Yeah, part of their whatever you want to call it. They have snake bites yeah, and stuff. That's a real deal, right? I saw an X-Files episode, so I was just curious. Ironically, that's a great example of Darwinism. Oh. But you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes. Just That's send those millennials right? out there and get yeah. bit by gonna, snakes. They're and not going to be here, folks. So sorry. No, they're a reptile they freak. They're not no rattlesnakes. Ron, while you're reading off the list, uh, if someone else is listening in and has a business, are, is there still more room for more uh, vendors? Barely room, but uh, if you get there oh, I thought that was a vendor. early, like at three o'clock, Margie Taylor, mm -hmm. who is organizing this, might have an area for you. Ah. But it's not going to be underneath the cover. You're going to have to bring your tent. So this is something you want to, yeah, you want to get in on this if you're a vendor. Yeah, BYOT. Bring your own tent. Yes. Yeah, bring Probably your own tabernacle. 10 by 10. BYOT, yeah, okay. Um, we also have Susie's Stitches. Now, I guess what that thing is. It just kind of, it's not funny jokes or anything. Keep you in stitches. I imagine it's something. But it's clothing. Yeah. Clothing, yes. I was thinking mortician, but yeah. go on. Don't keep me in stitches, ma'am. Uh, we also have something called... What's the food situation the food besides tamales? And honey. And, and honey, honey and jams. Uh, we may have... Is a, there, don't sometimes they have the, uh, food the farm, trucks and yes, stuff the like food that? Trucks. Yeah, there's going to be food trucks. There'll be some food trucks out yeah. there. And, of course, you can also buy foods here in the downtown area mm -hmm. to take in with you. Well, the ultimate experience is you go next door to Race Ready Repair, buy a bike with a basket. And then you can go travel around downtown. And just throw stuff in your basket. Throw stuff in your basket. I like the way you're thinking. Yeah, that's, so, that's really That's, that's, that's how you good. really do it. Good idea, Dick. I'm yeah, full well, of them. There's also three kids on a mission. Three kids on a mission? What's yeah, this? I, we need to find that out. So <laughs> they're, they're on a mission, and there's three of them. And when you got three kids on a mission, you know they're going to get somewhere. So okay. we're, we're going to have some fun over there. Is the doorbells is also going to be there? So, but really, we're folks who are listening in. We're thinking about the first Thursdays. These vendors come back. So, if you can't make this Thursday, the same vendors make their way back the next Thursday next the month. Next first Thursday. Yeah, it's always yeah. the first Thursday of the month, starting at four o'clock. Free entry. It's right there at Heritage Place. And what's really convenient is at eight p.m. the new the the band goes on. So actually seven. Seven. Your band goes on someplace for an hour. And in, in this case, the band has no front band. It's two hours of ZZ Top music. Do hey, name four ZZ Top songs. Legs, uh TV Dinners, uh Sharp Dressed Man, El Paso. And you're asking an engineer for names? Engineers are name deprived. Uh I, I know. No, I don't know. I know sharp Give dress me all man. Your that's loving. it. Oh, I do know that one. Mm -hmm. Lagrange. Yeah. Lagrange. There you go. It's a cool place. Yeah. Before Marvin Zindler came in. <laughs> that's right. true. Marvin Zindler. I stink of booze. Darn him if it only waited another ten years. Mm. Well, Ron, thank you so much for sharing this kind of stuff. You know, this cool event. It's happening tomorrow, four o'clock at Harris's place. 
it's all free, and uh, there's going to be many vendors out there. So if you're looking for gift ideas or you just kind of want something unique for your home, they have that there with all these different types of vendors and food trucks. So food's taken care of and all that kind of stuff. And uh, alcohol can be sold on-premise, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember the Corner Pub was out there for uh, for last couple of beers. And yeah, last, mm-hmm. uh, what do you call it, the last concert series. Because yes, this concert series mm-hmm. goes from this month all the way to October. So you get the first Thursday of every month all the way to October, there will be an event going on here. Actually, the, the city's sponsoring till September, and we're going to be putting Conroe Downtown Area Association will have something in October. Oh, ah, cool. Nice. Well, Very nice. We're going to have a surprise for everybody. Oh, well, there you go. Well, that's yeah. something to look forward to. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we'll have a tribute band. No. Yeah, change it up. Mm-hmm. Get a real band we have a lot there. of cool bands here that are local. Oh yeah, well, Conroe is a music-friendly city. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So and then we have like what? How many places? In my mind, right now we have four places people can play music, or no, five now. I'm thinking lot. five. More than that, because you can play on every street corner if you want. Oh yeah, yes. you can busk to your heart's content. Okay, so besides Corner Pub or the Brick Tavern, and then you Pacific, have Pacific, yeah, Pacific, and then you have Martin's for special occasions, right? And then you, and then get you have Heritage, then you Bean have Punk? Bean Punk, and mm-hmm. then you have Heritage Park or whatever was Founders, Founders Plaza, uh-huh. Plaza, yeah, and then you have Heritage Place. Yeah. Of course, you Crichton. got your and then the Owen Theater, and then Crichton, Crichton. Mm-hmm. right? So. But we're going to get another element coming in. Uh oh, it's, it's it's just down on the corner. It's going to be opening up probably by the over first here, part. yeah, Element, yeah. the Element, element. Bar. yeah. Coffee and so and, coffee in the morning, yeah. breakfast in the morning, lunch, dinner, and you're going to have a fabulous wine bar up there. And then behind your studio where you park your car, you know, that gravel parking lot, they're going to pave that over with brick. They're going to put a stage out there. Where and, am I going to park? In, <laughs> in a parking space. I'm not parking with these these normal people. Dick has to, you know, he, he has to guard his... Uh, no, I think I'm making the commitment of getting a bike. I think especially that's a during good the summer, I'm going to ride tw- uh, ten miles here, <laughs> and I'm going to be sweaty for mornings in Lone Star, but it'll be worth it. We'll Can we put you on the other side of a wall? Maybe. Yeah, we'll yeah. Just throw you in a shower. Throw a shower into a studio. I wish there was a shower. Does anyone know of a shower in downtown that I could use? Oh yes. Well, there's an apartment complex or a, or the lofts or whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. across the street. So there's a couple abandoned. We got big right sinks here. over at the Owen, and I got a yeah. key. Just saying. Just hose me down. Yeah. yeah That's just, fine. Just stick your head in the urinal and flush twice. Oof. Man, <laughs> bring me back to the good old days. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Ron, thank you so much. And that's experiencedowntownconroe.org. Experiencedowntownconroe.org for all things happening in downtown Conroe. And it's a free event tomorrow, starting at 4 o'clock, with a lot of vendors, a lot of food trucks, a lot of good music, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And so, it's free. And we hope to get you or someone else back in for next month's you know. Yes. So. Yeah, pop back on. Let us know what the next band is. But, Can you uh, give us a. Or maybe we'll talk about wine. Oh, even better. I'll have no idea I'll what's bring going samples. on. I'll have no idea what's going on. You but, won't uh, need to. We'll just discuss it. <laughs> You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. Mornings in Lone Star, folks. Broadcasting live, IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. We'll be back, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Beanpong Coffee. Beanpong Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit beanpunkcoffee.com to see our complete list of special events. Is there someone you know who is hooked on vintage aircraft? Follow the commemorative Air Force and its fleet of World War II planes, including the mighty B-17 Flying Fortress Texas Raiders, which is based in Conroe, Texas. Texas Raiders tours locally and all around the United States, offering the public a chance to put their hands on aviation history. What could be a more perfect gift and a flight on a historic B-17. Taking to the sky on the iconic bomber is an experience that will never be forgotten. For the touring schedule, reservations, or more information, go to b17texasraiders.org or call 855-FLY-A-B-17. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in Western Swing, Honky Tonk, Zydeco, Texas Blues, Outlaw Country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Did you know there are more than 790 abused and neglected children currently in foster care in Montgomery County? Will you help make a difference? I'm Allie Stevens with Costa Child Advocates of Montgomery County. We train and support volunteers to be the voice of children in the foster care system. Kids are moved from their home because of abuse and neglect, and we need volunteers just like you to advocate for these children. To learn more about becoming an advocate, please visit costaspeaksforkids.com. That's costaspeaksforkids.com. Welcome back, 1003 on the dot here at the Morning's Lone Star Studios. Dick and Skippy. I'm Skippy. He yeah. Dead. It yeah. is 59 degrees in an overcast yeah. downtown Conroe. Uh, looks like we're going to have maybe some thunderstorms later on tonight. Maybe. And into, into tomorrow. Uh, low to, it's high today, up to 70, low down to 63. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Sunset 740 tonight. It's just wrong to have a sunset so late. I like it. Gives you more stuff to do. So. But, I, but I'm old. I mean, I gotta have my 4:30 p.m. Can you imagine living movies. in like Alaska where it's like daylight all the time? Ever since I saw the the movie, I was okay. But the 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 thought of the movie really got to me. The 30 Days of Night thing. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, I think it came off a comic book or a graphic novel. So I'd pr- probably prefer that over the movie. But just just the whole thought of you're lo- you're sealed off from everybody else. 30 days with no sunlight, and then the vampires show up. I mean, that was like, that was pretty hardcore. 
Now, speaking of movies, there's a new trailer out. Yeah, I'm looking. Where, 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 uh, what kind of trailer? The Joker. Ooh. With Joaquin Phoenix. Now, here's the thing. Joaquin? Is that, is that Joaquin, you, uh-huh. Is that how you really pronounce it? Yeah, it used name? to be River Phoenix or Leaf. No, he was Leaf. River died. That's right. He used to be Leaf Phoenix. Let's see if I can find it. Well, <clears throat> it's making the rounds. A lot of people are going, oh, well, this is so cool. My problem, and remember we were talking about this the other day, DC can't seem to make up its mind on canon. It's, we just had a Joker. It was Jared Leto. We've had so many different Joe. We had Heath Ledger, of course, who passed away, but I'm saying the, each time they keep on redoing the origin story. So which is the Joker that's going to go with? Well, no, I, actually, I was reading an interesting uh, strategy that it was basically one of these DC guys who's the movie side, not the comic side. And what he was saying was they're trying something different from the overall 10-year plan. What they want to try is get these de- uh, these developed actors who want to take it real serious and they give them the freedom to kind of create something different. And I can kind of see that being neat because it's not the same old Marvel stick where it's like, oh, they're going to make this movie because they want to make a sequel. So you're not going to get the full movie. And so what they're saying is we're going to give you a full movie and we're going to give you a different type of Joker and it's going to be played by a guy who everyone really enjoys being crazy. So I don't know why they didn't sign on Nicolas Cage to be the Joker's dad, but, you know... <laughs> That like to me, that's kind of a neat, uh, that's a neat strategy because. Well, well, you say Marvel shtick, and I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I also think it's Marvel consistency. Even in the TV universe with Agents of Shield or whatever, they're all interconnected. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what I'm saying. The it, same there's an overall plan. This is with D- the DC universe. Okay, we got Supergirl, who's got Superman, and the Arrow, who's different from the. You know, the TVs are different from the movies, and the movies are different from each other. So there's that. The other. Two other problems I had with the Joker movie because I watched the trailer. Oh, I haven't seen it. This is the first <clears> time. I put it up for people just to, just to kind of visually see. It's one. It's your. We also have Gotham too, which is actually coming to an end. Uh, two more episodes yeah. to go, and they're gonna like go ten years in the future. But based off this trailer, one we get his entire origin story, which of course is, runs contrary to what you know about the Joker. But also, Ooh, look at that. This <laughs> is another one of those. He's been bullied, so he goes... It's like what Rob Zombie did with Michael Myers. Made yeah. him a, a sympathetic character. No, the Joker's not sympathetic. You're not supposed to feel sorry for him as a youth and so you can accept what he becomes as an adult, which is what this whole movie seems to be. He's just a professional clown. He keeps on getting beaten up by people. You know, he's a sign twirler and they take his sign. And well, no, he's on a subway, they beat him up. And There's a lot of origin stories for the Joker. There's like several, there's like at least three. Yeah, but each one's, this is yet another one. Yeah. You know, we had Jack Nicholson being the guy that killed Bruce Wayne's parents and uh, Jack Napier, the first lieutenant. Then we have on Gotham, we got Jeremiah, who's the Joker, and he's, you know, he had a twin brother and who was crazy, and he was the same one, and he went crazy for his brother. Then we got Heath Ledger, who in the movie gave like three or four different reasons why he was the joker the whole point is you're not supposed to know i thought the heath ledger one was great because he was just there and every one of the stories he told could have been true okay that was the whole point but this is another one of those it's like falling down this is like from the trailer remember the michael douglas movie falling down where the guy just snaps one day Mm -hmm. it seems to be that only he's got clown makeup on yeah that's what joker is though no, Joker is a homicidal see, maniac. See, you're you're going, you're you're protecting your 
your origin story. It's just yeah. let people do different things, man. So when they have, we have the next Justice League movie, who's the Joker? The next what? Justice League movie? Uh-huh. Who's the Joker? It doesn't matter. Who do really what, what makes money? What I'm saying is it going to be this guy? No, that's what that's what I was saying in the statement. That's what they're working on is standalone. So these are all alternate universe. It's ones? just kind of like, hey, let's take on a different look, and if it and then we'll give you a whole movie. I like the consistency of a universe. Well, for example, the uh, the issue with Suicide Squad, they're rebooting it, but they're keeping some of the same actors. So to me, you have a free you have a free range of like doing whatever you want, and some people really are good at the role, and some people weren't. They're like, hey, let's bring back the people that made it work. Again, I don't completely disagree with that because they did that with James Bond, where when they brought in Daniel Craig, they kept Judy Dench as M. Plus, you can use this as a surprise. Kind of like the Unbreakable thing, where people, like, when they saw Glass, they had no idea Glass was in the same universe. Mm -hmm. Or not Glass. uh, Yeah, Split. Split. And then the very end, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, that was... So you could totally keep this as the same thing. Like, he could technically be Joker in, like, six different universes. Just because people like them and, and like people get it, because yeah. I think that's what it had that there was a lot of success with the Marvel because people already knew what was going on when they saw a certain character. I'm also just tired of the when you take a bad guy from a previous movie franchise and you try to update him, you want him sympathetic, you give him a reason. I hated the Rob well, Zombie a lot Halloween of, movies. A lot of Batman's villains are sympathetic. The Harvey Dent is. Well, I, uh, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze, yeah. They definitely are. very sympathetic. But that was the whole point about the Joker is that he just has no value for human life whatsoever. Have you ever seen uh, Mask of the Phantasm? Which one was that? That's a cartoon. Oh, I, I've heard they, of it. They no, definitely no. gave some sympathy to the Joker there, but it was like, but he did so many horrible things, no one cares. Like, there's no sympathy. Yeah, well, the with, with Hannibal Lecter, y- you know, it's... Y- you don't make excuses for someone who kills people and eats them or to, to homicidal maniacs. You don't need to find out. Well, the question is, do you want to know the method to his madness? No. Or do you want to know? No. There is one no method. Thing, That's the whole well, point. One thing I love about Joker is he's unpredictable. So when you're watching the story or reading the story, you're like, I have no idea what's going to happen on the next page because the Joker's going to come out of nowhere, like with his, like his plan and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, he never wants to kill Batman. He loves Batman. Yeah. So that's the only thing he's consistent about, and like in all the stories, he is. Batman. So, but I don't see why you're, you're so, so hateful on stuff that people are just creating. Man, let them do it. Yeah. And I mean, it's either gonna work or it's not. Yeah. I mean, look at Venom. Venom made almost a billion dollars, and that looked yeah. that looked like a C plus movie all the way through. I gotta agree with you on that. I mean, one. the only thing they did well was they they gave him the split personality. And he said, "We are Venom." That was the only thing I think they did, like, which is legit Venom. Well. No one can hold a candle to, you know, Peter Jackson's Gollum, so. You sure? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't see why you're so hateful on the Joker. Let him do it. Unresolved issues, I guess. Okay. Well, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, oh, many things, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so a funny headline. So uh, a father apparently claimed a break-in, and they stole all the cookies from her his daughter's... Uh, <laughs> $800 worth. $800 worth of Girl Scout cookies. And then it was all it's all a scam. He pl- he did it all himself. Yep. So uh, he really wanted to get to his daughter that special bunny or whatever they get if they sell a lot of cookies. They get they get something, right? No one knows. Is anybody it's know? My brownie troop, we, we, when I led my brownie troop, we didn't even really do that. Yeah. I mean, what's funny to me is that's what he did with his time. 
Like he sat down and goes, I got to figure out a way to move all these cookies. Why don't I stage a home invasion and blame it on that? Yeah. Sad. You know, your father, well, how far would you go? For cookies, I wouldn't. You sure? Yeah. I mean, people like love those cookies. I would kill or die for my children if their lives were in danger or somebody harmed them in a way. Absolutely. All moral scribbles, nothing to go out the window. Yeah. Uh, but if, like, the Texas cheerleader mom or the, the Girl Scout cookie dad, no, absolutely not. That's okay. just. Well, another thing, another story that finally is coming to an end, and I would love to talk to a lawyer about this, mm-hmm. is the Waco biker shooting. The prosecutors are dropping all charges. Mm-hmm. So, and I know, I don't know too much about it because it happened at uh, Twin Peaks where rival biker gangs started getting in fights and then cops joined in. And then a lot of people, I don't know how many people died, but a lot of people got hurt by gunfire. But from what I'm reading about the uh, the, the uh, charges being dropped is because the police were the only ones who actually killed somebody. Right, it left nine people dead, 20 injured, they're dropping the charges because uh, um, the county district attorney, Barry Johnson, said any further effort to prosecute the case would be a, quote, waste of time, effort, and resources. In my opinion, had this action been taken in a timely manner, it would have and should have resulted in numerous convictions and prison sentences. Yeah, so what, what, what do you think really happened? Three think... years, it got dragged out over three yeah, years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was a long time ago, mm-hmm. and it was chaotic. Like It was in front of the public. It's imagine if you just... We're sitting there at you know Pacific Yard House, and someone just broke out, started just a gang fight. And you're like, oh, crud. Well, it's interesting to compare this to the other, you know, the Justin Smollett case where those charges were dropped too. And of course, that's just getting started. Yeah. But you always like to tie it into those things. Well, just saying, we have two instances of charges like, being dropped, and one was because of mismanagement over too much time. Well, no, my theory is I like the police theory where they, they actually did the, the forensics of everything, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, man, it looks like our all police... All the bullets were all, all, all the bullets were police or something. Enough to where they're like, this doesn't really look good on the paper, and... If that's the case, it will come to light, and that's what I was trying to, to compare these two. It's that the reasons for dropping cases are, are very separate, but I think we will... We're going to start getting more answers, I believe. Let's hope. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have three years of that just to say, ah, you know what? That's what I'm saying. Like, Nine I, people did. When I saw that, okay. I go, oh. I thought everyone got arrested and already in jail. But no, no. nobody. Can you believe that? I believe I mean, how many things. How many people were involved in that, would you say? At least 30 to 40 people. Oh, at least. Well, 20 injured. Think about it. Okay. No, and nobody's no, in jail. Yeah, no one's in jail. Something else that kind of tickled my fancy is... Uh, Joe Biden, what happened over the weekend? Because, you know, last week we were talking with Jay Stittleberg, and I said, you know what, if he looks like he's the front runner, well, shut my mouth and call me shorty. You didn't see this coming? Well, I knew he was always, you know, creepy Uncle Joe. But to have... Uh, well, what's great about, about this is it brings a whole new added perspective to the Me Too movement. It's like we're still kind of navigating through well, the channels of Too, what... It's the I believe her. That well, was what's the saying. Like it's part of it. It's no, part it of the, the hashtag, Me Too triangle. I believe all women. If a woman comes circle, forward, whatever kind of shape you want to choose. Well, yeah, that's what's cracking me up because during the Kavanaugh hearings, it was if a woman, no woman would lie about this. If she, yeah. you know, so you had. 
What's even stranger, that, though... Now they're really backing off. Is going, the lady... Well, okay. like the, What's strange to me is the first lady, because there's been several now, right? Yeah. So the first there's lady... The third one that just came out, I think. Didn't really... I don't know why... I don't know why she thought this would be a good idea to talk about it, mainly because now she's backpedaling in the sense of he didn't really do anything wrong. He's still, like, a, a promising leader. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, well, why would you even bring it up then? Like, Because... After she came forward with it, she got phone calls saying back off. Yeah, because I was like, man, the commit. Like, they, clearly he did something that violated your space. And, these, and are, these are situations where the evidence is there. It's not like with Kavanaugh where, oh, I've got evidence of this and that. Well, where is it? We've still yet to see yeah. a single tangible anything. And it's just, it's funny seeing the, the same number of people who were just so anti-Kavanaugh Oh, yeah. Well, I believe gonna, we're all women. They don't have any credibility. Off now. And, they don't. And that's hopefully, I, I'm glad that it happened to the extent that people, more and more people like me are looking at that going, okay, so this is obviously very hypocritical. So I'm looking for moderation, not necessarily a centrist view, but just more moderation, getting off the Well, the best is that actress lady from uh, Who's the Boss? What's her name? Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Like that to me, like it's funny when you put your time into a person mm-hmm. like you respect them. You listen to their advice. They're like, you like them as a leader. And then when you stick with them long enough, you start realizing, Oh, they're human. They're going to, they're, they're going to change. They're going to just make a choice that you don't agree with most of the time. Yeah. I mean, it's going to happen to me. You have parents, you have friends, like eventually like, I don't really agree with that. But, uh, hers is very interesting because she's very vocal. So she's going to continuously put herself out there every day about some topic. But it's backing off of this one going, well, no, it's different. No, it's truly not different. And as you said, I think more fewer people are going to be taking them seriously. I don't think I don't think anyone takes most of the outrage people seriously. Until it's, until there's like something really damning gonna be happening and then you're in trouble. I think either from if it's a Criminal because, situation beyond think, a reasonable well, think doubt. Think about this. Think about Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. His stuff spanned decades. Yep. And no one said anything. It took the one brave it, it person. Took, to yes, it. I'm saying. Like, it took a person who had evidence or had actually had a case where more people would hear about it. So think, think about Joe Biden. He's been known to be creepy for how long? A long time. And then now it takes one person. So it's just kind of like... It is, it is what it is. Move on. Now they're going to... Well, do you think it's torpedoed his... Uh, what I was getting to, has this torpedoed his chances? Because I, I would have to say it has, because if the Democrats push him forward, then that's going to become yeah. the issue, is the whole Me Too. I think, I I think people it. are going to be in their camp, and they're going to... They're gonna, you gotta, you got to create a person who you can pull people in, not keep people in. So to win. So I, I imagine to win an election, you're not trying to keep your base happy anymore. That's not how it's going to work Yeah, anymore. they're going to vote for you There's no matter what. There's too many factions. So now it's like we need to start pulling people in. I don't think he can pull anyone in. I think he's stuck with the people who he had people believing him, mm-hmm. and now this it, it hurts his chances of changing someone else's mind. Because when you get people who are creative on the Internet making creepy Joe memes and videos, it's over. Like you're going to get that one person who's undecided. If he finds that video, I'm like, you know what, that is kind of creepy. And without any context, of course, but it, it, he's not had, he doesn't have the ability to pull people in. You gotta be, you gotta have the ability to pull people in. Right now, that being said, and again, this may sound weird coming out of my mouth, but what Biden has done, yeah, a little creepy, maybe uncomfortable. I don't view it as sexual assault, 
or anything that you just had. Old well, school just, guys. I, that just I just know somebody on the internet. Handsy. It makes a little video. Yeah. And all it takes is just like everyone's seeing it. So if you're Facebook, like, hey, ban this video because <laughs> I don't want anyone seeing it. Yeah, my exactly. Well, that's my point on this is that either he was innocently handsy, in which case is it worth him well, someone, having an entire on, feature online, derailed? Well, they were talking about why is it always women? Because somebody's been collecting these videos, and it's like someone's like, does he do this with everybody? Is he just a very friendly person? And no, and I haven't seen any videos with, with everybody. It's just women. Yeah, well, or females, because there were some girls there too. That's what I'm saying. It's it's he's handsy, and he you know you know may make people go. Uh, does it is it meant to ruin someone's career? I don't know. I don't think necessarily. To me, I, my issue with this right now on him is that if it was enough to try to derail Kavanaugh, then it for these same people, if he if it's I believe her no matter what, then you got to stop doing the party lines. A well, people do a provable. When but I say, you're always going to have those camps sticking their sticking their ground. True, but I'm I'm talking about the mainstream now, like how the media presents Those, it. And that's how. they're they're gonna they had their camps. They're gonna stick to it. Well, the, I everyone think knows that for board, like forty years. More and more, the media. When I say the mainstream media, I'm talking your your traditional news outlets. For everyone yeah. from NBC to Fox News, that's what I call mainstream media, and everybody in between. That they're not pundits or or like the View gals. Who I mean, you have them, Whoopi Goldberg saying, ah, he's okay. You know, these are the people that were just wanting. It's not rape, rape. Yeah, it's not rape, rape. So it's okay. And I love it. <laughs> but if if Biden had been the Republican candidate, there'd be yeah. that's what we need to start blocking out the R and the D and the I after everybody's name. Or just you know, you want to do a poll? Stop saying if you had a Republican doing this. Just ask people. Okay, so this person did that, and you don't know what party they are. Is it right or wrong? And then that's what you go off of. Because I think when I say provable, well, what's, what's interesting though is you, you're giving so many examples in the past like three years, and you see how people handle, I would say, a scandal mm-hmm. quotation mark scandal. And you have like Al Franklin, Franken, Franken. Mm-hmm. he just gave up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I mean, there's no real, I don't know the real reason why he just resigned. But then you have someone like that Virginia governor who actually, like, to me, that was more damning than a, a comedian photo of him. Honking mm-hmm. a fake honker, mm-hmm. you know, if you've seen the photo. But then he didn't give up. So I think at the end of the day, you know if you did something wrong, and it'll come, karma will get you eventually. Like a Joe Biden, he might have done nothing wrong. Maybe he's just a friendly dude. That's what I'm saying. And he'll it's... he'll he'll make a decision like, hey, especially the you have consultants going, this is what you should do. You should apologize. Or you shouldn't apologize. Or, you know, don't even talk about it. Just let it go. And, I mean, I, I, don't, I think people don't really care that much. Until something really happens, like the fourth woman well, comes out. People are caring more and more in the sense that they're noticing the lack of, uh, like, you get your Saturday Night Lives when that would have been ripe for Biden jokes left and right. Yeah. No one talked about it. The night of when this all came out, all the late night show hosts didn't even cover it. So people, like, look at that go, wait a second. But who watches that stuff? Well, fewer and fewer people. And this, no, it's like their, own, can- their own, own group watches it. Right. No one new watches that stuff unless they're doing a cycling class. At some place, <laughs> and like that's where right. CNN. That's where I'm convinced CNN gets all its views. It's like hotels. Oh yeah, absolutely. Now get me wrong, not I say in my Yoda voice that what when I'm saying provable, if it's a criminal situation, then it's beyond a reasonable doubt. If it's a civil, then it's with the preponderance of the evidence. Provable, physical, emotional, sexual, 
assault or crossing a line, if, you, if assault is too strong of a word, is unforgivable. But until that point, it should be not going all the way. The same reason I feel about Justice Smollett case, my personal feelings aside, until there's some evidence coming out, until we get reports, same thing with the Mueller report. Once we get the full report, it'll do everything, the, the, the biker, uh, the Waco biker shooting, and until we get answers, you, you can't come down on any one side to, to, to give a, your own educated stance on it. Yeah. Well, everything takes time. But it never turns out the way you want it to. Dude, my days are numbered, man. I'm 53 years old. I'm going to be 54 this year. I, I need answers. I need to know what's at Area 51, if Big Who Bush shot real, JFK? who shot JFK. And, or uh, was he shot? No one even asked that question. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. Oh, my gosh. Man. Change the whole thing. <laughs> we'll be back. Maureen's Lone Star. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Does volunteering at a nonprofit horse sanctuary sound wonderful? Or are you a veteran or a veteran spouse and think trying a peer group session through a local Horses and Heroes equine program might be worth trying? Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary, located in Grand Central Park by appointment only, is home to a growing number of rescued and donated horses. Visit our website at henryshomehorsesanctuary.org or check out our Facebook at Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary for more information. Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Beanpong Coffee. Beanpong Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170, in Montgomery. Visit beanpunkcoffee.com to see our complete list of special events. This is Rick TRC. Every Tuesday on my show, Afternoons with Lone Star, from 3 to 7, I play back-to-back classic rock hits. That's right. I like to call it a two for Tuesday or a three for whatever it is you'd like. Call the request line, 936-647-3776, or message me on Facebook, Afternoons with Lone Star, make a music request. That's right, you can do it. Here's what else. Go over to our website, IRLoneStar.com. Get the app on your phone. It's easy. You'll like it. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast. Create your first YouTube channel and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. 
Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available in Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW. LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. All right, we're back. We're back. Morning's Lone Star, folks. It's 1031. On the uh, dot. On the dot. You know, I was I saw that the, the Komodo Island have been having trouble. I don't know if anyone had a chance to go visit the Komodo Islands where the Komodo dragons and things are. Someone keeps stealing them. So they're the clo- island? The island. On the island, somehow they're getting on an oh, island. Oh, they're stealing the dragons. They're stealing the dragons. Oh, okay. So they're, they're uh, talking about closing it down until 2020. And give I, the dragons a chance to repopulate? I mean, I guess. I'm not really sure. Uh, but I just can't imagine wanting a Komodo dragon. Is there a market? Is it kind of like the elephant, elephant tusks and stuff, everything like that? Like, I think so. Is there something I'm missing? That's, that's the sense that I get out of it. That there's some, there's some town or some religion that loves Komodo dragon eggs or something? I think it's just a... Uh... But can you imagine trying to steal to one of those things? How much? On? Those things are huge. They're huge and they're dangerous. Yeah, so it's like, are they aren't they poisonous? Yes. So can you and imagine? They eat you. 
But can they really eat people? Yeah. Didn't you see the James Bond movie where the guy well, yeah, falls Well, yeah, James the Bond's pit. totally real. This guy fall- yeah. The guy falls in the pit with the Komodo dragon and it like carries him off and Ooh, breaks his leg. Let's see if there's any videos. Oh, yeah, there's some videos. Yeah. What? Yeah, there's, they eat you. I think basically any animal capable of eating you should not be a pet, which is why I got no problems eating bacon. There's because even a, there's, pigs will eat you. There's an article on smithsonian.com. That has to be legit, right? Yes. Okay, well, Smithsonian's pretty... Pretty credible, right? Yeah, they're too legit to quit. All right, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so can you? I'm I'm thinking now Operation Dumbo Drop, movie. You know that movie? Yeah, was May 3rd. I love we, that we'll, movie. We'll make it with Komodo dragons. Operation Komodo Drop. Yeah, we got to save the Komodo dragons, folks. I and <laughs> I know there's a Komodo dragon in the Houston Zoo. Yeah, because that thing is. I mean, that's at least 200, 300 pounds at least. Yeah, they are significant adversaries. So, but you don't want to steal one, do you? No, I do not. No, I don't want to steal one. I don't want to put a time you know, in that. You know, when we have bears, et cetera, in, they're like, yeah, people love having bears as pets. No, if they can eat you, it should not be a pet. Yeah, that's, that's intense. If it wants to eat you, it should not be a pet. That's intense. Uh, let's talk about the Nipsey Hustle thing. What? The, the rapper who was shot in Los Angeles. My question about this my phone started, i have no idea what you're talking well about. then you're one of the lucky ones the other night my phone started blowing up every news because you know i'm tied into i get alerts from like every news outlet there is oh, local no wonder, national now i understand you yeah it, it pops up and across the board rapper nipsey hustle was was shot <laughs> that's a great name well yeah i mean oh, is, he, is he passed nipsey away nipsey russell yeah he got shot right, he sorry got killed about that. Now, I mean, his name was based off Nipsey Russell, the oh. comedian uh, from the 60s. I don't, I don't know Black comedian is. from the 60s and 70s. Uh, but afterwards, I learned, okay, he did some stuff where he is actually one of the few rap artists that actually gave back to the community, you know, tried to get people out of, you know, gay, gay gang cycle. Charity. Yeah, gave yeah, out yeah. gang cycle. But was he in a gang? Apparently so, and he got out of it because, like, at his funeral a couple of days later, there was a vigil for him, and there was a riot that happened there, and they actually had to. But I was thinking, why? So is it similar to the Waco thing? Well, not where no. people just started, you know. I think two rival chaos, gangs showed, and then think, the police I, got there, and even more chaos. I think two rival gangs showed up, and the police showed up, and actually got everyone out. Oh, okay. There. But the they've had one, some experience. The in night LA. that my phone started blowing up, and and I know I'm not into the hip hop scene, and I'm trying to keep up with the the current artists for my daughter's sake, but it's really hard to. But I think about who has died that deserves the phones blowing up, saying, "Oh my gosh, this person died," and it hasn't. But Nipsey Hussle, I mean, seriously, from all the local channels, well, it must have been. Outlets, it must have been a, like a big brawl. No, no, I'm not talking about the funeral. I'm talking about the night of his death. Oh. He got shot. Okay. Basically, these three guys drove up and... Shot him. Pu- yeah. Bust a cap in his piney. And so why are we up. talking about him? Is that what you're asking? Uh, yeah, why was it so breaking news that a rapper gets shot that everybody, every news outlet, and, and Fox News, I'm looking at you too, so don't think this is, you know, conservatives could be complaining. This is just me going, what is it about this particular killing... That someone somewhere said, you know what, this is well. I mean, I think it fits their all. it fits their their uh, easy way to get clicks mode. Like, think about that. We got a rapper. But it, it was a black on black killing. We have a rapper, and we have a conflict. No one really knows. And then people, especially with, but if my phone with, blew up every time a rapper, especially got killed, with never the potential of continuing articles, like someone if someone told me a rapper was shot, I'd be like, all right. So in three weeks, something else is going to happen. 
three days. I mean, well, I mean, like, it's going to ha- I mean, think about they're in the, what was it, the 80s and 90s, and, you know, when rappers were killing each other for record promotions, the news knows how to handle these kind of things. You know what I'd love to see? They that? like those things now yeah, because know. they know it's like, hey, this is a good story because something else is going to happen, and we can always refer back to this because we've been reporting it first. Do you know what I'd like to see, Dick? I'd what? like to see my phone blow up with you a like, what? news Say alert. <laughs> you know what I'd like to see, comma, Dick? Question mark. I would like my phone to blow up with every major outlet every time a veteran commits suicide. Oh, gross. With their name. No, no, no. That's not, that's not how it works. Why not? I you, mean, you can start your own news thing, and you, you won't be that depressed all day? Not depressed. It's to, if, if you want to I know the numbers significant. To, to affect change, all these news outlets are saying, we want to affect change. No, you don't. You, you want to promote your agenda. You know, it's weird. You know, okay, this is, I, I want to, over the weekend, I spent time with my family. My father was, found a Facebook group that posts info, information about when a soldier dies. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, he's just going through the posts. And I go, Dad, why are you just going through all these? Like, this is extremely depressing. Because it talks about, like, who they were. And I was like, we don't know if it's real. It's on Facebook. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, people do want to know that. And I think you have to search it out. Right? You can know that, right? Yeah, but, I mean, I'm talking about the news. What the news views is newsworthy. The news has determined that Nipsey Hussle's death yeah. is worth Blowing up my phone because they'd long. worked back in the late eighties and early nineties when Tupac and them were shooting each other. They're like, "Hey, this is an easy way to get people to pay attention to us." There you go, the easy way. And that's what I'm tired. Of. I, truly, I'm tired of it. You know, news. You you want to get your credibility back? Start blowing up your phones with alerts that actually are life life changing for the rest of us. Yeah. Earth changing. Well, that's why they don't have any impact on anybody. I believe that. Yeah, they well, I'm really about don't. to start taking these news alerts off my phone. I'm surprised if, you if even have them. Get, I hate that Apple sends me news alerts. I was like, I didn't sign up for this. Oh, yeah, I, I Apple don't, News. I don't let them. I, I can't. Can you turn that off? Yeah. I thought I did because I only get one. I only get one when something may. I think like the last three I've gotten was the Mueller report and then uh, when Trump became president. And then uh, there was one other one. But but like I didn't know why they did it because I would figure they do that every day if I signed on for it. Right. So, <laughs> But they don't. I only get it like when there's like a huge deal. And it, but it didn't tell you about Nipsey Hustle. No. Oh my gosh. That's what I'm saying. I think I deactivated, but I think Apple just goes, "No, you need to know this stuff. It's really important." Because I didn't. I I did. I did remember seeing something about the ITC fire, but it was more like a warning. So I don't know if that was from Apple News or not. It was more. You need to know what's going on around your area, because there's another fire apparently, and Holly got a warning at the hospital saying, uh, "It said something really strange. It said like sensitive." Uh, sensitive people don't go outside. Like, oh, if you're, if you're sensitive to things. Yeah, no, I, well, that makes sense. If you have asthma or pneumonia, then this stuff could actually kill you. Yeah. But, yeah, I did, like, I think over the weekend, my phone did have a Montgomery County emergency alert text, kind of a test thing. I like that. That, that was nice. I don't see that. That's when I like my phone to blow up with alerts. Yeah. When I know that forward progress is happening. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I think it's also really hard to know what the individual is paying attention to. And that's why the internet and these tech companies are so data hungry. Because they feel if they have that data, they're able to form something from it to make it useful for you or for their sellers or whatever. Mm -hmm. But no one's really has a concrete way of understanding what's going on. Because when you start paying attention to one source, people are not going to be doing that anymore. There's so many ways people gather their news. 
And there's so many different ways people are changing to gather their news. So the more options you have, the better it is. Well, no, because what's going to end up happening is they're all only going to cover the same story. But you don't want your news coming from one source. No, but it's like, for example, I'm just you, this you, into the for example, system for healthcare. <laughs> for example, you could pay attention to a, a news source that does honor the fallen soldiers and makes awareness of the suicide in veterans. Mm -hmm. So, but then that's like that's what who you pay attention to, and that's mm -hmm. that's part of it. Now, you, I think some news organizations have been around for so long. Just like anything else that's been around for a long time, they're going to start making mistakes and they're not going to be the same thing they were that made them who they were 20 years ago. And it is what it is. And I think, especially with the younger generation, that's the scariest thing. Get like, them who, out of the way and bring in. And so, I, yeah, I'm just bringing this around a single pair system for healthcare. Same basic concept. If you have one entity responsible for all of it, Eventually, it's not going to be good. You have to be able to have, and that's why I think PewDiePie is going to be the next Dan Brock or you know, Rand so Roker. So gotta check out PewDiePie here. So I, mean, I think that's going to happen. You're going to have these nine-year-olds who love this guy, and they're going to be 21, and he's still going to be around. I got. I mean, he's almost to a billion subscribers. Holy cow! So I got. I got to check out PewDiePie, man. PewDiePie, you're about to get a billion get, and one. I, I don't believe that. I still don't believe those are real people. Yeah, this is true. I really don't. There's no way. There's just absolutely no way a billion people it's are subscribed Russia to one person. interference. So, any way to pad those numbers. You'll listen to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. A Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for summer internship opportunities, A Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to grab the mic and be on the air. A Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world all year round. Be an on-air personality, talk show producer, or YouTube TV podcast editor. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Beanpoint Coffee. Beanpoint Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh-brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit beanpunkcoffee.com to see our complete list of special events. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Beanpong Coffee. Beanpong Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit beanpunkcoffee.com to see our complete list of special events. We have the safest food supply in the world. Strict laws and regulations restrict the usage of hormones, antibiotics, and pesticides within our food supply. Production agriculture practices and technologies such as the use of GMOs, which is not any more or less risky than conventional crop production, has allowed American farmers to produce more food on less acres in environmentally sound ways. Find out more online at pathtoplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make lives better. All right, welcome back to Mornings Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, broadcasting live on Facebook and all that good stuff. And uh, sitting here with Sean K. Thompson. Hello! And uh, don't forget, Happy Day is coming your way at the Owen Theater on yeah, May. May the 10th, uh-huh. So that's going to be cool. And, uh, yeah, there you go, 1046. We've got about 10 more minutes, but we will be here tomorrow, folks. That's right. We're going to have a special guest tomorrow morning. We're going to have a Pat Braun with the director of the Last or the Living Last Supper Presented by Northside Baptist Church. It's like a Georgetown thing. Where everyone, I'm just kidding. That was a bad joke. Uh, well, you're thinking Jonestown, not jo- Georgetown. No, oh, that's right. Thank you. Yeah. So, you ever listen to those tapes? Yes. That's really crazy. Yes, yes, yes. But, uh, yeah, we have a special guest coming in tomorrow to promote some stuff going around in, in this community. Uh, if you're interested in being a guest on the morning show, just reach out to us, mwls at com. So, last comments of the day. What's going on? Well, you know, the tickets are available. Well, they were available for, it was like a Garth Brooks concert, uh, Avengers Endgame. They put yeah, out the tickets yeah, and like, yeah. apparently they're already going on eBay for like 500 bucks a pop. I've, I'll wait. You know, now, bearing in mind, I did the whole midnight showing of Lord of the Rings. I stayed in line for six hours. You know, we, we got that. That we was did cool. It. We did it. It was before the uh, the advent. Back back then, we had movie phone. We didn't have Fandango. Well, I, I told you that I watched all three extended versions in the theater back to back to back. And That's where you need a catheter. Though. After that, I literally had no interest in going to back to the theater for a long time. <laughs> like, I, I really don't think I saw a movie for a whole year after that. Well, they're that. also going to be showing, like, there's going to be a marathon, like a 50-something hour marathon yeah, 22 of all movies. 22. Yeah. But, so that being aside, so I'm looking forward to Avengers Endgame. I want to see how they, very rarely is the conclusion of a cliffhanger up to snuff. Yeah. I think, actually, Endgame may actually be able to do it. To 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 give us a movie that yeah. satisfies because it comes out this month, right? Yeah, uh, April. Yeah, it's yeah. in April. But 
I was stream of consciousing it the other day on my computer, and I got into these uh, Star Trek fan fiction productions. Okay. Yeah, it's probably one of the larger fan fiction right now for created content. For years, right? Years. What it was, Paramount would let you get away with name or anything. Meaning, like, I could write a script and put it on the internet? Yeah. And use the not, characters Not just stuff? the script, but actually film it. Okay. You know, and so, like, you had this one guy, James Crowell, I think is how you pronounce his name. He was an Elvis impersonator. He loved Star Trek. So he built a couple of sets in his garage. Like, he redid the okay. of the Enterprise. So and, he really likes it. Yeah, and, and did some stories. But I think and that was called Star Trek New Frontiers and also became Phase 2 for a while, where they actually got the scripts that they were going to do for the Star Trek Phase 2 TV series. Okay. And then bit by bit, they got George Takei, Grace Lee Whitney, John Delancey. You know, they started getting more and more, and they would crowdfund the the money. Oh, wow. So it would become actually really good stories. Okay. Oh, yeah, sorry. I want to ask you this. Mm -hmm. How much money do you think those actors get paid to be at, like, the Comic-Cons? Oh, well, I think bottom fee is probably $10,000. Seriously? Ten, yeah, ten to fifty. Ten, ten there, to hundred thousand. There's a big one coming to Dallas, mm -hmm. and it has like William Shatner and. Oh, Shatner's like, probably got a command, probably about. And I'm thinking to myself, like, if for one visit. Yeah, think about who you get in. Because I'm thinking to myself, like, I like Star Trek a lot, and mm -hmm. Holly brought that up to me, and she's like, "Hey, do you want me to get you tickets to this?" I was like, "Yeah, I feel kind of weird though. Like, why would I want to pay money just to see somebody?" I don't. Know, I feel really weird about that, and I was like, I, was, I like their characters, but I don't know. I don't know if I like if, unless it's like a cool panel where you have like the writers there. I would totally dig that because I really like that kind of stuff when it comes to production, like the stuff you're talking about. But like to pay, I think it was like hundred and thirty dollars for the whole weekend. Uh -huh. and I was like, man, it's expensive just to see people. But uh, now I was wondering. I always wonder how they convince those folks to actually commit to hanging out with a bunch of rabid fans. Because wouldn't you say that's kind of a strange situation. Well, it's become. Remember, Star Trek was the first fan convention. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're the Star and Trek. So, going from there, it's a growth market. It seems to be part. They got actually got to work in the contracts now. If you're on The Walking Dead, we may kill you after two episodes, but you got to give the next ten years of your life to commit to going to convention. Really? Oh yeah, because it's the back end. Because that know, way you sell more DVDs and more merch. I mean, I know that there's. There's conventions where, like, I know the Comic Cons here, like, you get to meet the artists and you get to meet the writers. I like that. That's cool if you're really into that. But I just wondered what these these big time I'm talking about big time actors, like uh, Jason Momoa or whatever. Mm -hmm. He's going to be there. And that guy was like, Isn't that guy making movies? Like, how, how does he have a weekend off that could go? I won't, they got to be paying him a lot of money. Oh, here's okay. As and I've looked this up. So okay. for a genre like, like, and Ensign Ricky. May get between five to ten thousand dollars in appearance. I don't know who you. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know, like the. If, did you see Galaxy Quest? Yeah. Okay. You know the 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 character is like I die and I die five minutes in. He gets five thousand bucks. But the guy who Stephen Arnell, uh, he walks away because he uh, blah 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 blah. Yeah, because, like, well, like, for example, they're doing, I was really interested in the one in Dallas because they're doing Back to the Future. So they have Christopher Lloyd, Michael J. Fox, Leah Thompson, Tom Wilson, uh, James Tolkien, who played, uh, Tolkien, who played the, uh, the, pre the principal. Mm -hmm. So they James have Tolkien. that, they have those people there. And I'm like, all right, if you can get Christopher Lloyd somewhere, because you don't see him anywhere. So they got to be paying you big dollars. Here, here we go. And I'm reading this. This is from The Hollywood uh, Reporter. 
According to multiple sources familiar with convention deals, the basic guarantee rate for genre stars is in the 5,000 to 10,000 range for appearance, with leads on such current series as Walking Dead, um, Supernatural, Netflix's Marvel shows, and DC's comics from CW fair commanding anywhere from 35,000 to 250,000 and up. Yeah, Jason Momoa is not going now, by the way. He, he canceled. I bet. So he probably is actually working. Yeah, and top conventions, not uncommon for a star to earn anywhere from 50 to 100,000 on top of their guarantee, which means someone can get like 250,000 just for showing up. Man. So Norman Reedus, who's now like the main star on Walking Dead, he gets a $200,000 guarantee for uh, hanging out with fans and pockets 500,000 for the weekend. But now you got Andrew Lincoln who actually donates his proceeds to charity. I mean, they, cause they got some neat people. Yeah. Mark Hamill gets 250. Like they're doing the Goonies mm-hmm. reunion. But then again, like, I don't, I mean, I don't really know those people. So I was like, Oh, that'd be kind of oh, neat. So this is another, another one for Sean Astin to, to show up in. He gets the Lord of the Rings, stranger things. And now the yeah. Goonies. But yeah, Linda Carter's gonna be there. <sighs> if you're really into that stuff, I am. I am. In, I am so into Linda Carter. So, I mean, I, I see. I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out. But anyhow, so Sorry, what happened yeah. was Sorry to cut off your. So Paramount, you know, these these things were were growing more and more. Yeah. Then there became a fan fiction movie called Star Trek Axanar, which was so high end budgeted and looked so good that people were gonna mistake it for. What's it called? Axanar. Star Trek Axanar. A X A N A R that it forced Paramount to say, because people were thinking of it as like a real Star Trek movie. Paramount said... And That's see, hilarious. So they put a kibosh on it. So they they put out the, all these old new guidelines to say, okay, you can still do a fan fiction as long as anyone working in it, on it, or for it has never done anything for Star Trek for real. Oh, that stinks. Because like I said, they would have guest stars show up. So that really crunched it down a lot. They pretty much destroyed the Star Trek fan fiction. However, before that went down, there were two series. Like I said, there was Star Trek this looks cool. New Frontiers, which was uh, started off with a uh, an Elvis impersonator, and it was cool. It was nice. But there was another one called Star Trek Continues. Okay. And I sincerely encourage, if you're a Trekkie, to watch the Star Trek Continues series. Not that many episodes, but it basically, it's a continuation of, you know, the ending of the five-year mission in the original TV series. And so they had actors who were really good. They had guest stars that were really great. But they actually have a two-part ending episode, which is them coming home at the end of their five-year mission. And it's so good that Gene Roddenberry's son said, you know what, this, my dad would have said this is how it ends for real. And it sets up the movie, too, because, you know, the movie was only a few years after the end of the TV series. So Star Trek continues. It's on YouTube watch it you don't have to watch the whole thing but just when you let talent and passion combine sorry talent passion and resources you can come up with some amazing amazing art and stories so that was that was skippy's long way around to say support local arts for sure that's fun and shame on paramount for doing that i mean i understand you want to protect your intellectual property but there were some good things going there and they weren't they weren't making any profits off of these. That was the whole point. So, uh, George Lucas allowed the same thing for Star Wars. You could do anything Star Wars related as long as you didn't make any profit off it. Now that Disney bought them out, forget it. Oh, yeah. It happens. Yeah. So that's that. So uh, are you going to go see Endgame? Mm-hmm. Wrapping it up. Are you going to go see it? What, the, uh, the th- Endgame? Yeah. Well, not this week. All the tickets are sold out. 
I'm gonna get it opens up, I think it opens up the last week of the month. <laughs> yeah, when it, I'll do like an early Sunday morning deal where it's like five bucks tickets or something. I'll go there for that. All right, folks. You listen to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for checking out this show on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. This show is owned and produced by Lone Star Community Radio and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. For more information about this show, to be a guest or to sponsor, just contact the studio at 936-647-3776 to leave a message or email us at lscr.com.